Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. again. Welcome to episode 78 of There's Still Time, the AFTN podcast. I'm your host Michael McCall and I'm flying solo this episode again because unfortunately my co-host Steve had to head off to a wedding after the Whitecaps game against DC on Saturday and I just hope it was a lot more entertaining than what he saw on the pitch. Now, like a 78 record, the Whitecaps attack is kind of looking a little bit outdated and really not much use these days. Doesn't seem to matter who's playing. Doesn't seem to matter what formation. The, the Whitecaps just can't get the job done. So another nil-nil draw for the Caps. No goals. No, this is not a recording. This is actually being recorded after a recent event. It's kind of... Hard to imagine that because it just seems to be the same thing we've been talking about for weeks. It's the same questions that are getting asked to Kyle Robinson, same questions that he's going to get asked during the week of training. What has happened to the team? When are you going to score again? Is there any hope there at all for the fans that the team is going to make the playoffs? Now, what I would say is that the game against DC, it wasn't necessarily that bad a performance. There were some positives. There was no there was no real man of the match that stood out for me. I would have given it to Mauro Rosales, I think. But no one really stood out as being fantastic. But the Whitecaps played well. They pushed well. They pushed hard. They pinned back DC United. Eastern Conference leaders had them on the rack. And they just needed to get a goal. And I think if they got one, you would have seen two or three, I think. I think it would have had a knock-on effect, and I think we would really have seen the best of the team if they could just have got that early breakthrough. Don't know how many times we've said that now this season, but unfortunately it just wasn't to come. Um, the Whitecaps have pulled level in Portland now on 34 points, tied for that fifth and final playoff spot, but they don't have the wins as the tiebreaker, and that's because they've had so many draws. 13th draw this season now. And when we look back at things at the end of October, how costly is that going to be? Now, I'm not going to go into too much analysis. We're going to kind of just have this as a pretty short, pretty simple post-game show. We're merely going to play the audio that we got from both locker rooms tonight. And I'll make a few comments in between, but we'll kind of leave the players and the management from both the Whitecaps and DC United to kind of tell the story of the game just through, through their point of view. 
So first up, we're going to hear from Carl Robinson. It was a shorter chat from Carl tonight. Um, I mean, what what he what he asked the guy that he's he's going to be fed up with getting asked the same question. We're getting fed up asking the same question. It's going to sound like a broken record, but he he answers them. He still had a smile on his face. He still retained a sense of humour, and that, that's the good thing about him. But he is honest, and he knows that they just cannot keep going on like this. But as you'll hear. There's very little that he, he can kind of do about it. He's tried different players in there, no change. He's tried different formations in there, no change. So I kicked off the press conference after the game and I started by asking Carol, that's 411 minutes now that the Whitecaps have gone without getting a goal. Nine halves of football without a goal. What can he do? Here's Carol Robinson. Um, Go on, Mike. Four hundred eleven minutes now without a goal. Yep. Nine halves. Yep. What can you do? Just got to keep doing what we're continuing to do, and hopefully we'll get a break or we'll take one of a, a number of chances we missed tonight. What, what was your thoughts on the overall performance? Like you tried to set him up front, yep. just for something different. How did you think you went? I thought we did, I thought we played very well. I think we uh, at times we played some very good stuff. At times we looked a little bit open, uh, but that's going to happen with the, with the shape that we played. But I thought we created a little bit more chances which we were used to seeing, um, but unfortunately we didn't take them. I thought Seba came into little pockets very well and created a little bit of space for Darren who, who ran in behind quite well. Um, but it just wasn't to be. How agonizing is it for you staying over there watching those chances? Very, very. Uh, it's tough, but it's tough for them as well because you know we put in a, a good 90-plus minutes, uh, hard-working performance. I'm proud of them tonight because they give me everything, uh, but we didn't come out with the result. So we just got to keep going. We've got to get back to work now. We'll recover tomorrow. Um, we'll get back to work Monday because we've got a massive game on Wednesday again. Do you recall your playing days going through something like this uh, with the team? Well, I never used to score anyway, so I think you're asking the wrong person there. Um, I did, yeah, you do go through periods, you know, you go through winning streaks and losing streaks and uh, tough tough streaks, um, got a clean sheet today which was good, I, you know, they're a very good team, they're top of the Eastern Conference and, you know, they come in with a game plan, I know uh, Benny and what he would do, uh, but we weren't able to break them down, so credit to them tonight. He was excellent on his debut, no fear, um, I said beware of his first tackle and I think he showed what he's about, he's he's competitive um, and I want players like that in my squad, you know, it, where it means everything to play for Vancouver Whitecaps, I think Ethan showed that in his, his 50 odd minutes that he played. Yeah, no, he, asked, he said that he couldn't run anymore and I didn't want to take a risk because DC are decent on the break, um, so that was the, the thought there and just flipping Jordan across and Sam. Come in and Sam was excellent again. Give us a great outlet down the left and created one or two half chances for us. What, um, you got a game Wednesday. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you've got another game for three days after that. How many changes do you anticipate maybe making on Wednesday? Well, I think a few of the guys looked a little bit tired after 60-odd minutes. You know, I look at Pedro and, and Maro picked up a little knock as well. And, you know, I was, I was tempted to try and make a, a tactical change then. And, you know, but you always know with Pedro that he can do something and Maro as well. Um, then he picked up an ankle knock. So uh, I'll, I'll reassess him on Monday. But there will be some fresh faces in on Wednesday. I think we need some freshness in the team with, with three games in a week. Can you speak to Maro's Alice? He was very good, high energy. Yeah, he was excellent. Uh, he's been excellent since he's come. The 45 minutes at LA last week against Portland, he was probably our best player, and and today he was excellent as well. And you know, with three games in a week, I have to uh, keep an eye on Maro because um, he's going to be a big player for us. 
Well, it's part of my job to teach them, um, whether it's before the end of the year or, or next year. You know, that's something I've got to do. Ideally, it'll happen tomorrow. You know, I'll get them on the training field tomorrow and teach them. But uh, with young players, they learn at certain times and at certain stages. Some are able to take the concepts on board straight away, and others it takes a little bit more time. So, you know, we'll work with them because there were periods in the game where they did make some good runs, but there were other periods where we were in, you know, very, very interesting positions, but we weren't able to then have the final movements. So you're right, well, we'll get back to work on Monday and, and try and work with them, those forward players for the patterns. Are you putting enough shots on goal in games recently? I mean, there, there were a lot of times, especially in the second half, where you guys were trying to get balls played in behind their back line at the top of their box. Yeah. Yeah, it may be. You could be right on that because, uh, you know, I think Rusty picked the ball up two or three times on the edge of the box. And, you know, rather than take a chance, buy a lottery ticket and uh, take a take a shot on goal, he, he passed. But, you know, when, when you put Kakuta on and you pass it to Kakuta, who's on the edge of the box, and then Kakuta passes it back to Russell on the edge of the box, then, you know, maybe you think it might not be your day. Um, but you're right, you know, I think we do need to maybe take more shots on goal and hit the target because, you know, he's a super keeper, Bill Hamid, but, you know, he... Um, it was once or twice where I think a rebound might have been able to be snatched up. You were talking about get, trying to get more people, needing to get more guys into the box. I thought Jordan looked pretty committed at times today to get himself yeah. into the box. Maybe I should play him as a nine, eh? That's, um, no, he was great. He was, he's been excellent all year, Jordan. He really has been fantastic. And he went across to the right back position and, and he done great for me. And again, like we talked about Ethan, he's, he's a warrior, he's a competitor, and you need players like that in your squad. And you know, he put on a very polished performance today. Uh, he still got the hip problem he had yes, uh, last week prior to the Portland game. Um, you know, he, he was a doubt before the Portland game, and because it was such a big game, I wanted to play him. And he, he, after 50 odd minutes, he, he picked up a little niggle. Um, I don't think it's a major thing, but it's an annoying thing. And um, you know, I could say he'd be fit for Wednesday, but you know, he might not be fit for the following Saturday. It's one of them that you just don't know because he's trained all week. Told me he was 99% yesterday, and then the last kick of the game or something, he pulled out. So uh, it's it's. It's a tough one to take with, with coffee being out and, and better being out. Um, but it gives other players opportunities and there'll be more players getting opportunities on Wednesday. Five maybe. Okay. So what else can Carl Robinson really say after yet another game where they just haven't found the back of the net? Now he mentioned Jordan Harvey there. Now Jordan has an excellent game, a particularly really good second half. And I think one of the most infuriating things for me, and this isn't a slight on Jordan at all, but there were so many times in that second half that Jordan Harvey was the the danger man in the box. He was the guy that the ball was falling to. And we've seen that Jordan can put the ball away, so that's good. And it's fantastic that he got in such positions. And there's one move in particular in the second half where he did a little shimmy, he lost his man, he ran unmarked and unchallenged and kind of blind into the box without any of the DC players tracking back. Ball came across, diving header, narrowly wide. Fantastic move, fantastic play off the ball by Jordan and he was kind of showing the strikers how it should be done. Although as someone pointed out to me on Twitter, maybe the strikers were showing him how it was done because he never put the ball in the back of the net. But I think for me, That was just an example of the lack of the football brain, the lack of the football intelligence that I I asked Carl there in the press conference. 
Jordan Harvey is experienced. He's a veteran. He knows to make those moves. We've got all these young guys, Darren Maddox, Kakuta Mane, they just can't make those moves. And I think that is just becoming more and more frustrating and more and more apparent as the season goes on. For Jordan, though, Jordan was actually, by the looks of it, for by the looks at training on Thursday, was going to actually be rested for this game. Sam Adekugbe was the, the starting left-back during training on Thursday before Stephen Betashure had an injury that made him hobble out after about 10 minutes of a scrimmage game. So Ethan Sampson then came into training. They kind of worked a little bit with Sam on one wing and Ethan on the other before moving Jordan back into that left-back role. And of course, uh, as luck would have it, Beta didn't start today. Uh, Sam came on in the second half for Ethan Sampson, who had cramp and couldn't go on anymore. And then Jordan ends up playing right back. It was, it was an eventful day for him. As I say, he did really well. He had a very strong performance, offensively and defensively. And before the game, I think it was possibly the most nervous that he's been as a Whitecap this season. Because his girl, Kim Caldwell, was singing the national anthems before the game. So let's hear a little bit from Jordan now. He's talking about the game, his own performance, what the teams need to do to try and put the ball in the back of the net, and Kim Caldwell's anthem singing. Here's Jordan Harvey. Uh, you know, I thought we played well. Um, I thought we were the only team that was going to win tonight, um, other than you know in front of the net. Um, I thought it was a solid performance, just couldn't put it in the back of the net. And this is the fifth, fifth nil nil for you guys. I mean, standings this tight. I mean, can you let any more points like this get away? You know, I think we're even, I think, with Portland right now. So it's just going to be a battle down the stretch. We've got to win more than we lose and, and get some points. Like I said, we're playing well. We need to be a little bit more clinical in, in uh, front of the net, and that includes everybody. Everybody on the field, I feel like, had a, had a chance tonight. I had a few, so um, that's everybody. It seemed like you were pushing forward a little bit more. Was that well telling, or was that you, you seeing opening, or what, how did that sort of play? Uh, just kind of feeling the game. We, we had them kind of pinned in um, for the second half, and so... Um, yeah, just was able to get forward and try to get uh, do that little extra. That's what we were talking about before the game is doing that extra little bit, making that extra run, extra pass, and uh, you know eventually it will pay off. Jordan, you're an experienced right back in this league. How did you feel about the play of uh, experienced right back? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, soon to come. Yeah. Um, uh, thoughts on the play of Ethan Sampson tonight? Uh, he did really well. Um, obviously, debut. We gave him a clap after the game. It was unfortunate that he came out. I'm not really sure what what happened with that. Um, but yeah, he was solid. Obviously, he's uh, really feisty defensively, and he showed that tonight. And the shift when you had to go over to, to right back when Sam came in. Yeah, it was uh, kind of looked over at Robbo, and he's like, yeah, you're going to move over right back. So the first couple of minutes, I kind of got my bearings. But after that, like I said, we pushed forward and we created some chances. It was just unfortunate. Like it has been. Eventually, it will come. Were you nervous for the anthem? <laughs> you know what? A little bit. I was. Um, you know, we had talked about it beforehand. I think she was a little nervous just because it was, uh, you know, the white caps and everything. She's done it a million times, but uh, she did great. So the Whitecats managed to attempt 15 shots on goal during the game against DC. Only six of them were on target, and it was something that frustrated Carl Robinson after the game, as we heard at the start of the show. Now, Jordan Harvey probably had the best chance for the Whitecaps in the second half. In the first half, though, it was the same old story. Darren Mattix had a number of chances. Darren Mattix was unable to take any of his chances. I think possibly his best one came, or his best two came, just in the closing minutes of the first half. There was the header, which was straight to Bill Hamid. And then there was the one where he 
officially beat the offside trap and ran down goal before blasting straight at Hamid, where an experienced striker would have tried to go for the bottom corner, try and make Hamid make a save, basically just do anything except trying to blast it into the roof of the net. Now, the interesting one about that was it was pretty much in line with me from where I was sitting in the press box, and Matix was miles offside, way, way offside. It had been an interesting story if that had been the the goal that put an end to the Whitecaps' goal drought being an offside one, but even with that, it, it didn't happen. And there was a couple of half chances for some other players. Kikutamani had a dangerous ball that went across the face of the goal, and it just missed getting connected to it with Darren Mattox. Now, Darren Mattox is a confident guy. We all know that. I'm going to play you two bits of audio now from the, the locker room after the game. The first one is going to be from Mauro Rosales, my Whitecaps man of the match. And he's honest about basically what the team needs to do, but also that he thinks it just takes a little bit of being calmer in front of goals and then the goals will come. Then we're going to hear from Darren Mattox, who is his confident self, still saying there's nothing to worry about, still saying there's nothing to be frustrated about, and basically just worrying me and frustrating me in the process with, with this audio. So let's hear now from Mauro and Darren Mattox. Uh, I think we did a very good job coming back from the last game that we did. Uh, we fixed many things uh, and the mentality of the team, just stepping out with, with concentration, being focused. We, we create many chances to, to score. We just have to be more calm in the last part of the, of the, uh, yeah, the situation that we, we create and uh, we will be okay. We, we did a very good job. We played against the top of the conference and uh, we showed that uh, against any team we can, we can be a dangerous team and uh, we can be uh, also one of the best. But uh, we need to score. We, we take the point that we, we got today, but also uh, we a little bit disappointed about the, 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 the end of the game. But I think we... We could take the three, the three points today. Tomorrow, you and Pedro seem to be linking up quite nicely with some flicks and some, some really cute play. What's it going to take to finish off some of those? Is it just a matter of... Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't have also too much time to work together. So we have many games ahead and uh, uh, we didn't train uh, in the right way that we won. But we can see in the, in the game that we, we can connect and we can connect also with the forward and just trying to... Uh, make uh, offensive plays and uh, uh, just to, to the strikers, just to, to give them the option to score, to, the, to give the option to the team to, to connect and make a good possession of the ball. And we have to improve and uh, keep moving. We, we know that we are in a good way. Uh, I feel sorry that they just have, we just have eight games left. Uh, I wish I could be here before and, and just uh, train with them. It's, take time with them to, to know each other much better. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, I'm going to work very hard uh, to be part of the team and trying to help the team to, to rise up. How frustrating is it uh, to play, have such a good game uh, as a club, but not get any finish in the end, uh, ending as a no-no draw? Yeah, this while I told you, we are really disappointed. We were playing against a, a top team. We are playing uh, against the, the top team in the in the other conference, and uh, we still are disappointed because we just got one point. Uh, we should take the three today, 
uh, the chances that we we generate uh, seems like uh, it wa was enough to to just to score one goal, but uh, uh, we have to just be positive for the next game and I try to to be more calm in the last part of the of the field. But we with this concentration, with this uh, uh, aggressiveness, uh, we can we can move forward. Did you think the 4-4-2 formation, especially with the diamond and you playing on the right-hand side, of that that worked well, especially with some of the movement you were able to get tonight? I'm feeling good in the diamonds and in the 4-4-2. Probably in the 4-4-2 I have more help from the contention, the guys playing in the middle. Playing in the diamonds is just myself, just covering more space. Probably is taking me down a little bit more because I have to go and defend and I'll be close to the defenders. But uh, both uh, tactics are working good for me. Today I had my space, I had my, my chances too. But um, it's just being smart with the team and try to be in the position to hurt the other team. And I have to find it in that way. If it is in the diamond, if it is in the 4-4-2 formation, I just have to be smart to to be in the position that is going to help the team, is going to rise the level of the team. Do you think the team around you felt comfortable in, in the formation? There I feel to be some good movement as you well. just have to ask them, and I feel comfortable <laughs> yeah. playing with them. And uh, we just have like four or five practice to to understand each other, not more than that. Uh, but I think we did, and we play a very good soccer. Is it a case of the young strikers playing? More and thinking less. Like this seems like they're, they're maybe getting nervous at, at the critical moments. Uh, not been here for that for very long. But have, what have you seen from them? I've been in that in that situation too, and and I'm sure that they're gonna get it anytime. They they need time. They need be in that position uh, as many times as they need it, just to to yes to get better. And uh, the time that is one is going in, it's gonna come one and other and other and other. We just have to be patient with them, just trying to give as many options as we uh, as we could, we can, and uh, be positive. I believe they are very good players. I believe that they're gonna have the chances in any time, and uh, we just have to be with them, just uh, keep them positive because after losing chances and chances, probably the confidence is not getting up; it's just getting down. We just have to let them know that uh, we are with them. We are with them and we support and uh, we lost together and we win together. So it's not, it's, this is the, the way like uh, soccer works. Everybody keeps doing the biggest thing getting chances. So um, going to three games without a goal, I'm not really worried about it. You know, but um, obviously we need results, we need points. But um, it's a team effort and it's, it's going to enter a team to get the job done. I've been scoring a couple of games, and um, I mean, no one's really worried about it. Obviously, we are working extremely hard to get points and to get keep moving forward. Is there anything different you know that you can do to to start to finish some of these chances? No, um, I'm doing everything right. At the moment, it does not fall in for me, so I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Thoughts on your partnership with Sebastian? Obviously, uh, Coach Robbo trying a little bit something new today. How do you think he played up front? Pretty good. I mean, we had some good combinations. Um, the movements um, was excellent. I think we worked very hard defensively, and you know, also um, 
we tried it this week and it worked pretty well. So hopefully come next week um, we get a result against San Jose. Is it just a matter of putting more shots on net or is it, is it just creating chances that you guys need to do, Darren? Because obviously coach was saying that perhaps maybe you guys just need, do need to take a bit more shots, too much play around the 18 maybe. Um, it's tough. Um, I think we're doing everything right. We're, we're creating so many chances. Yeah. Say. So it's just for us to put the ball in the back of the net. I would say it's frustrating. Um, we created some very good chances. Unfortunately, um, we didn't put one away. You know, that's a game sometimes. Keep moving forward. Keep working on as a team. Darren, Darren, you said you're doing everything right. But if you're doing everything right, why aren't goals going in? That's a game. You know, the, the best players in the world sometimes are doing everything right, and then sometimes the finish are there. Um, I'm creating so many chances right now for the team. The team is creating so many chances. And sometimes um, it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. And at, at the moment, it's just not going in. So we just got to keep doing what we're doing, and it's going to go in eventually. Have you been told anything about uh, how many minutes you might get uh, in the game in Toronto on Tuesday? Has, have you heard anything? No, not really. Um, I'm focused right now on the so um, I've got to discuss going away with Jamaica and you know, obviously the, the game is Tuesday. Um, I've been called up so but let's see how that one goes into Toronto. Are you going to be eligible to play on Wednesday? Will you be back by then? Mm. Oh, I've got to check my flight schedule to make sure. You know, I want to be back. I want to play. I want to be a part of this team. You know, um, as I said, like we're playing so well but the chances are just not going you know, and I want, I want to be part of this team. I want to be part of this club because um, we're going to achieve great things. You know, and when times got tough, you know, we just got to stick together and this and this is a tough time and no one's really worried or frustrated about it or getting disappointed, you know. It's life, you know. Sometimes things doesn't just doesn't go your way and we, we just got to stay strong and be up and just keep working hard. During these tough times, what is your confidence level like? My confidence cup is always the same. It's never going to change. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm always going to be frustrated with myself if I get a, a chance and lose score. But that's going to motivate me more to keep to keep working hard and keep being humble. So Darren Mathic's there. I just don't know what the answer is to the Whitecaps' goal-scoring woes if they, they can't bring someone else in. There may be a chance that we see Caleb Clark back before the end of the season, but even then it would just be for a couple of games. I know Carl was hoping to add Marco Bustos and Kian's Froze to the team. Both of those players can score goals, but it would be... A big, big ask to sign those two homegrowns onto the MLS squad and then put them in right away. Although, depending on how things go in the next couple of weeks, there might not be too much to lose and it just might be worth that gamble. So let's move away from today's game from a Whitecaps point of view and let's head into the enemy's lair. We sent Steve into there just before he headed off to his wedding, so he grabbed some audio from speaking to Ben Olsen and DC United's Canadian Connection Kyle Porter, former Whitecaps residency prospect. So here's Steve talking to Olsen and Porter. So coach, um, uh, your, first of all, your overall thoughts on the game and how it went? Uh, uh, yeah, we're happy with the point, uh, you know, considering I think the conditions and uh, traveling uh, from, from east to west is never, never easy. So uh, overall, uh, again, a, a zero on the road. Uh, is always a, a, a good thing. You give yourself a chance. 
the Whitecaps themselves have been like now undefeated against Eastern Conference opponents um, this year. What what is it about? What do you see in their game that makes them like better against Eastern teams in the West? Well, they're not better than us. No, no, not we, better. We but just I'm just saying. I'm just saying we playing just better came against here and tied them. Playing against Eastern teams, they, they seem to succeed. I don't know. I think they're. Uh, I think Carl's has done a good job here. I think he's got a bunch of young, exciting players. Uh, I think the times they've uh, they've been uh, a joy to watch. Uh, obviously, on a, on a tough tough run now, and uh, you know, trying to trying to get in the playoffs. But you know, he's, Carl's a good coach, and he he'll 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 get this team where it needs to be. Last season, you guys uh, obviously struggled, um, but you, at the end of the year, you won that U.S. Open Cup final. Yeah. Is that one of the big things you could point to, to for the turnaround in addition to the additions you had? I don't season? think it hurt, but I, I, you know, that team was completely different. I mean, there was a, you know, uh, uh, you know we, we, we were seven new starters this year, right? So it's a, it's a different group. Uh, we'll say this, uh, you know, we're, we're still extremely proud of that Open Cup. Um, even in a down year, uh, you know, it, it's it's another trophy in, in, in the in the, uh, in the case, uh, and it's not easy to win trophies. So uh, we're, we're proud of that. I know people kind of look past that Open Cup because of the year we had, and let that cloud that championship. But uh, you know, uh, we're, we're extremely proud of that. Uh, as far as that having an effect on a turnaround, I think it's more the players we brought in and the players that we kept. Uh, has to do more with the turnaround. Now going down the stretch uh, for you guys, you guys are uh, you know top of the Eastern Conference. What is it you guys need to do in order to just maintain that going forward? Um, I think we need to be a little bit more consistent. I, I think we can, uh, but overall we're pretty pleased with who we are. Um, you know we're, we're, we're weathering storms. Uh, we've got a little bit of an injury bug. Uh, as does most of the league right now, um, but you know we just got to keep staying hungry and having uh, the right edge to us. Uh, you know, maybe get a little bit better with with some of the soccer stuff, but uh, overall we just need to keep those keep the right mentality. Oh, Kyle Porter. Quick question about him. Uh, he's the former Whitecaps residency product. Uh, what do you like about his game and what he brings? I thought he did great tonight. It was really good to see him on the field. He hasn't gotten. Uh, hardly any minutes this year, and uh, it was he came on and did exactly what we needed. Uh, so it was good. I'm sure he had some people here watching him. So uh, it was good to see him out there. Yeah, thanks a lot. Good. Thank you. It's Kyle, uh, your first game back um, in BC uh, since you know you, you left in 2011. What are your thoughts overall on the game itself today? Um, well, you know we're in a great stretch right now, so to come here and get a point in an environment like this was was good and um, you know we need to continue moving forward and this point helps us out. Um, you finally you seem to have settled into DC United after a couple of years where you're moving around a little bit. Is this is this a positive for you in your development? Yeah most definitely um, you know Ben has tested me well here and uh, you know I've developed well as a player so you know I'm happy here and I want to continue moving forward. Yeah, uh, your residency days uh, and, and where it's come now to Vancouver like uh, what, what are your thoughts on that overall? Well you know uh, the development of young players coming through Whitecaps and you know even Toronto FC and Montreal I mean it's helped 
the, the soccer in, in this country. And I think uh, the residency, you know, bringing these players up and putting them in professional environments at an early age is, is what we need in Canada. So I think it's all positive. Um, um, have you played with Floro so far in his yes, camp? I, yes, How, what, what are your thoughts on his uh, setup and uh, for the Canadian national team? You know, I think he's, he's what we need for ca Canadian football. And, uh, you know, he has, he has a system that he, he wants to instill in every player's head, and I think he's the man for the job. So, uh, you know, I enjoy going every single time to, to camp, and uh, hopefully, you know, come World Cup time, Gold Cup time, we're ready to, to prove the Canadians right. Okay, perfect. All right. So the Whitecaps get their clean sweep of Eastern Conference opposition. Now with eight games remaining, they only have Western Conference rivals to play. And a massive game, we seem to have been saying this every week for weeks now, but a massive game coming up on Wednesday night when San Jose come to town. Now, a win for the Whitecaps, which just now looks like the biggest F ever, but a win for the Whitecaps and San Jose are pretty much, for me, out of the playoff equation, as are Colorado after their 6-0 thumping by LA on Friday night. So then you're down to a straight shootout battle between Portland, between Vancouver, and making that game that's coming up down at Piggy Park on September the 20th even more important. A win for San Jose, however, and they're right back in the mix. they still got Portland to play three times, which is just insane. And those games are likely to be the ones that's going to shape the, the playoff situation in the West. All we can hope for is that the Whitecaps are going to find their shooting boots, find their trigger finger, whatever you want to call it. Find a striker in time for Wednesdays, anything really. Darren Mattox is going to be away with Jamaica, as we heard. And he's not going to start. He might be on the bench. Cal Robinson indicated there's going to be some new faces. Is that going to be a front pairing of Manny and Salgado? Is it just going to be Salgado on his own? Salgado and Fernandez? I don't know, but I think we're going to see Salgado. All we can do now is ju just hope that something happens, that the team find their form, and that they, they just have a really strong run to the end of the season. So we'll bring you another podcast soon. But anyway, thanks for listening to me on this episode. I've been Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. You can read all my stuff on AFTN, which is on Canadian Soccer News, and you can get there by going to AFTN.ca, CanadianSoccerNews.com. I'm also the Whitecaps beat reporter for MLSSoccer.com, so watch out for my stuff on there and also on the Whitecaps website. So until next time, thanks for listening, take care, Let's just hope that we actually shake the quakes down to their foundations on Wednesday and mourn the caps. One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Until then, there must be no regrets, no tears, no anxieties. Just go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine.